Welcome to the Comedy Northwest podcast, ladies and gentlemen, here on NPR. I am your host, Ira Glass, and tonight we will be talking about the libations of the lower regions of middle African Algeria, where we will... Okay, I'm done. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Comedy Northwest podcast. I am your host, Ryan Trauber. How's everybody doing tonight? We've had an amazing show. This is an awesome live recording of the podcast. We just had an amazing show with our guest that will be on here later tonight. Did you guys enjoy the show? Yeah. See, this is, this is the part where you make all of the people at home listening to this feel really bad for missing out on the earlier show. So if you can make them as jealous as possible, that is your goal for tonight because they missed out. That's what they get for missing out. All right. So we're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to have some conversations. Um... I, I enjoy having very stoner-type conversations uh, with my girlfriend, and it's brought a, lot, a couple of things up for me, and I think the most interesting so far is my bucket list. I've done everything I can to come up with a very original, very entertaining bucket list. Climb Mount Everest, everybody has said that, nobody has really done it. Well, they have, but they didn't make it back down. So I don't do that one. <laughs> but uh, what I can do is I, oh God, I just lost my place. Where was I? What was I talking about? Stuff. <clears throat> oh God, bucket list, thank you. Oh God, I don't know how I got lost all of a sudden. So here's the thing about my bucket list. I've tried to make it as unique as possible and entertaining, so I wanna do very special things for me. So here's, here's an example. On my bucket list, I have pay a stripper enough to Macarena her clothes off. <laughs> right? Have you guys ever seen something like that? No, exactly. All right, here's another one. This one is more impressive. I want to be having sex with a woman. I know, that in itself is impressive, having sex with a woman, but I want to have an orgasm the same time that I finish a Rubik's Cube, the same time that she orgasms, right? That's what's on my bucket list. Here's how nerdy I am. I can do, do two out of those three things within 25 seconds. I'll let you speculate on which two of those three that is, but it is, right? Ugh, anyway, bucket list, does anybody, who here has, thinks they have the most interesting thing on their bucket list? Anyone? On their bucket list? Yes. Pole vaulting. You want to pole vault like a motherfucker? Uh, I think that can be done. You can pole vault like a motherfucker. I mean, watch your dad pole vault and then give it a try. See if you can beat him. Because he's a mother. All right, let's get on with our show, ladies and gentlemen. We have some awesome guests, as those of you here know. Uh, our first guest tonight is a good friend of mine. Uh, he is back on the comedy scene in Central Oregon after having a baby of his own. So, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Steve Harbor, everybody. Hey. No, go ahead and bring your beers up here. Go ahead. Come on, it's that kind of crowd. <laughs> Give it up for the beer, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Steve. Hey. You might want to turn it on. There yep. you go. There it is. <laughs> Steve, Hello, how you doing? Everybody, I can't see because there is giant runway lights yes, right in my very face. Bright lights. So everybody can see us. That's all that matters, yeah. really. I just see a You're lot of sparkles in my glasses right that now. Pretty face. That beautiful face. Oh, so your eyes are so pretty. All right, ladies, ladies, keep your seats. Keep your seats. No matter how moist they get, keep your seats. Whoa. 
Try not to moisten your seats, I think, is key right there. <laughs> Other people are going to want to use those seats. Yeah, exactly. But you do have beautiful blue eyes for our listeners that are missing out. Yeah, no shit. You guys are way too far away. I got beautiful blue, just ocean, amazing eyes. I lose myself in them often. Yeah? Yes. I'm getting lost in them right now. So does your what color eyes does your baby have? Was she lucky enough to have blue eyes? No, no, they're like green. Really? Yeah, yeah. My wife is like brown haired and brown eyed, and I am like brown haired and blue eyed, and my daughter is like a blonde pixie with green eyes. And are there any amazing? <laughs> yeah, right. Amazing was the next thing I was gonna say. So uh, the nerd in me, I have to ask: Are there any sort of like cool like X Men mutations, like weird genetic things out of nowhere? <laughs> like, like, well, like here, like I know you, like this like is a what third I mean. I or like, where are you going? Because I don't Honestly, know shit yes. about X Men. So you're like, you're like, I'm. You could launch me so, into all kinds of weird shit. Like, sure, I bet she can jump high and run fast. I'm really relying on the Sandlot to like figure out everything that I'm doing. Like, here's a. I bought her a set of PF flyers, man. She. <laughs> How old is she? Probably got all kinds of cool shit going on that I don't know about. She's got a I don't really watch her all point. that well. Like you, I just like I just get her dressed, get her some breakfast, and like here. A rip good it. dad stays out of their way, lets their kid be their own person, lets them learn their own lessons. How old is your daughter? She's two and a half. Okay, all right, that's good. Let her on her own. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's how you get street smarts, man. That's true. Is yeah. she getting Pokemon smarts right now? That's the street I smarts I happening. I don't know what that is. I see that shit all over the internet. I have no idea what Pokemon is. And I don't know what people are talking about, and I, I mean, so for the for the I listeners, can't say, I can't even say like fuck Pokemon or whatever your addiction to it is. I have no idea what it is. So this is, here, let me explain what it is. This is how I understand it: a foreign country disguised an app as a nostalgic game that completely accesses every single phone, camera, and all of their information. That's <laughs> Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that that's pretty much right. what it is. Yeah, that that's sounds, how I understand that it. That probably sounds like I have no idea what it is because I'm paranoid as shit. I'm like, I'm not touching my phone. Shit is in my pocket. I turn the screen to my leg on purpose. I just like, hey, see, you this know, is, you never know. This is Could what I picture. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time know. somebody. Is that how that works? I don't know how technology works, but I have some. It's in my pocket. Every time I, I beer see and smoke cigarettes, I don't know shit about Pokemon. Because you're an adult. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, I buy my probably. own shoes. That's probably why I don't understand what Pokemon is. This is what I picture in my head. I like every time I see a picture online, it's like it's like an aerial view of like these Pokemon. They're like, I'm gonna go catch these Pokemon. I was like, okay, you do that. And in my mind, I picture a satellite view of this area. Like it's computer generated, but as it goes in closer, it comes out to real life. And all of these thousands of Pokemon are surrounding this one house. And as it zooms in, it keeps going. And finally, it zooms in. I got in. so lost in whatever you're talking about. It zooms sorry, in to this out. guy sitting at his computer with a mustache and pervert glasses <laughs> with a plaque on the wall that says graduate of the COCC app writing program. Yeah, that guy just bought my van. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, this guy has figured out how yeah. to get Pokemon in his front yard. Yeah, kids, come on. Come check out my Pokemon. Come and all Oh, God, that is Pokemon Go. I watched I watched. I. No shit. I saw a video on like Facebook or whatever it was. It was like a mock 
Yeah. Two guys got in a fight over Pokemon in my front yard. And I was like, this is horrible bullshit. Like, I can't believe people are so amazed yeah. by this that they actually made a shitty video about <laughs> shitty video games where people fight. <laughs> Who the fuck are you doing? Get a job. Like, I don't even have one, but you get one because I'm this doing more interesting <laughs> shit than you are doing with a job. And you are chasing imaginary characters around in other people's yards. Fuck off. Are people, you crazy? People are already... Get your shit together. I've done a ton of drugs. I've done plenty of drugs. I've never chased imaginary characters in other people's yard based on a video game that's on my phone. You at least have the sense, no matter how stoned or drunk or high or whatever, like, you should probably stay out of the neighbor's yard. It's a bad idea. Right. Yeah. I've totally pissed in their yard, and they got super <laughs> pissed at me. I'm like, sorry, man. I was, wa- <laughs> I was watering your plants. Like, not in my living room, you aren't. I'm like... <laughs> Well, I don't know. I said, yeah, I was, fuck. I don't know. At least my excuse wasn't I was chasing a video game into your house. It's pretty bad. That's fucking weird. I saw a story about people hunting Pokemon and ending up in the Holocaust Museum picking up Pokemons. Yeah, that's a true thing. What a sad representation of humanity at yes. this point. <laughs> the people you should at the be Holocaust actually Museum. at the museum. Learning about what's in the museum. Yeah. Instead, you're chasing around horseshit video games that some creepster is inventing in his basement. That oh, sucks. my God, like, you we guys. Suck. We this suck. This pile of shoes belongs to all of the people that died during the Squirtle. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. People are more interested in the Pokemon than they are in real life anymore. It's horrible. We're going to move on. that sounds terrifying. Let's do that. I'm going to bring up our next comedian. Uh, Hopefully, he's not too busy out there finding his own Pokemon because you got to catch them all. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Tyler Bowe. Come on, Tyler. Yeah. Join us. Uh, I also do not uh, play Pokemon Go. Thank God. I know what it is. And uh, I don't want to die. So my question is, how much interaction? Like Steve has avoided it, which is good for him. Like that's I awesome. Avoided it. I just don't even know what it is. If I ran into it, I would have no idea what I'm looking at. I haven't <laughs> been able to avoid it. I live in a fairly family-friendly neighborhood. There are kids walking past our house every day, holding their phones like this. I think he's that com- makes me he's feel comple- way more comfortable. He's completely now. right. I think uh, the app has been uh, uh, sent over here to slowly kill millennials and 40-year-old guys. Yeah. Uh, That's what it's been. It's been teenage girls not looking for cars and, like, grown men not watching the cliffs that they're walking over. I was going to say, if I can understand anything about it, maybe it's just, like, a bunch of, like, survivors that are getting the millennials that they don't like to just walk out into traffic. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for. I see... When the robot revolution comes, I used to think that the first line was going to be GPSs telling people just go out in the middle of nowhere, run them off cliffs. Nope. It's Pokemon Go. There's rattlesnakes out here. You better pay attention. Try to get across those train tracks. You can beat it. (laughs) (laughs) No, hurry. This Pikachu's going to be gone in about three cars. You better get over there. Yeah. I'm just putting this all together right now on stage. I have no idea what's going on still. It is. You use the GPS on your phone to hunt for Pokemon on the world map. Can we just not talk about this anymore? Yeah, yeah, we can. We do that. We can stop. We can change it to something else. We need an app where we could hunt for more audience members. (laughs) Yeah, that would be nice. To get into this uh, venue right now. (laughs) 
It's uh, been a little slow. Test. It's slow. We have so we have we, there's a biking thing this we're weekend. We're competing with air balloons. There's balloons over. We're bend. competing with 17th century <laughs> flight technology that is unrivaled. Yeah. We cannot do that. Yeah. No. No. With no. With no. spoken word. Dirigibles. We Come had on. a discussion about oh. this earlier, and Tyler was like, "He just looked at me. He didn't really say much. He was just kind of like." All right, for real? Like that look on your face? Like, yeah. Well, fuck that. It's like the Grand Canyon. You hear everything about it for so long, and then you get there, and you're like, oh, this is just a big hole in the ground. That's all there is to it. Nope, not, not, okay. I, I, yeah. f- I flew up uh, recently. I, I was down in, uh, I was in Tucson. I was flying back, and this guy uh, or sorry, I'm on my way down. This guy was going to see the Grand Canyon, and he was so excited. Yeah, <laughs> and uh. he was the kind of guy that was telling everybody else on the airplane that he was going to see the Grand. I think it was on his bucket list. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> One of the many things on his yeah, bucket list. I think he was going to try to uh, ride a donkey down, solve a Rubik's cube, and then. Uh, <laughs> you meant Rain see, Man. Here's yeah. here's the worst part of that whole story is that if he is going to the Grand Canyon, the odds are good you probably flew over it. So like we did in the last five minutes of this flight, he's been spinning the entire time like I get to see the Grand Canyon. I get to see the Grand Canyon. Ladies and gentlemen, if you look out the left side of your plane, you will all yeah. get to see the Grand Canyon. Oh, <laughs> it just yeah. ruined an autistic old man's dreams. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Was it you, Ty? It was. Was that you me. that was really excited? It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, what is the most exciting landmark that you wanted to see? Uh, well, uh, I would say the Mount Bachelor Motel. And I was able to check that off the yeah. list tonight. Oh God, Zombie that was land. my fault. I apologize <laughs> immensely for that. Uh, greatest landmark? I've seen the world's largest Sitka spruce. Okay. <laughs> Does that involve Pokemon? It is a giant tree, <laughs> but not like a really, not an enormous tree like a redwood, but it's the biggest tree of a, of a certain variety of trees. They don't get that big, but it's the biggest one that there is, and it's off, uh, I believe, uh, Highway, maybe 26 on the way to the Oregon coast. I have seen that tree. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've All right, so. that tree a bunch. <laughs> so are there... How much did you love that tree? Do you want to marry the tree? Are you a tree hugger type of person? How do you feel about the environment? I'm, I may have taken a picture hugging the tree. You can't get your arms around it. That's how big it is. Yeah? Which is not really that large for a tree, but... There was... There was okay, I've seen the redwoods of California. There yeah. was a tree in Hawaii that grows up, branches out, reroots, branches up, and then just keeps going and going. It just keeps out. So it gets huge that way, and it was like an acre-sized tree, one tree. Wow. Crazy, right? Yeah. Your spruce doesn't seem so amazing now, does it? <laughs> he's out, he's yeah. out-treed you? Why would you set me up for that? that is. Yeah. Only to crush my, my dreams. Well, yeah, why would you stomp out Tyler's tree dreams? He was really amped on yeah, the Highway the- 26 spruce tree, and you're just like, yeah, well, that ain't shit. <laughs> I've seen a way bigger yeah. tree. This was a, this was, the whole thing was a setup. Yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, it was a setup. No, you know what? If I can crush somebody's tree dream at least once a day, my life yeah. feels complete. That's right. all I need. The, let's talk about something a little more closer to home. You recently had a new baby I come along. I did. We, we, uh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Steve we and I were talking, talking about it earlier. before the show. I've got a three-year-old son. i got a, a 10-month-old little girl. So uh, Henry and Clara, and it's crazy uh, as, a, as a comic and a, and a dad. It's uh, you know juggling it all, but it's exciting. 
Is the second time around a little bit easier? It is, man. I didn't know anything uh, when I had my son. I was terrified. I was like, I'm going to drop him. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah totally. Like I was worried yeah, about yeah, that. You're like, oh, my God. What if I do something to mess him up and turn and then, him into a stripper? Uh, well... <laughs> I was just worried that I was going to drop him and hurt him. And that then too, meanwhile, my too. wife is like slathering him up with baby oil every day. I'm like, why would you grease up a baby? No joke. Yeah. Don't yeah. hand me an oily baby. Yeah. yeah. It's like true. Trying to put a diaper on a baby, like especially covered in, it's like trying to tie dental floss on a buttered up jelly bean. They're crazy, <laughs> man. They're oily. They're greasy. It's crazy. Is that a bucket list thing? I've never done that. that <laughs> you can. You can bucket list that all you want. It's the same thing. If you've if you, if you held a baby oiled tiny baby, then you've done it. Yeah. You win. Yeah. I don't know. Towel them off. I'm nervous about it. Well, from what I've heard, especially from my parents, is that, but yes, now not it's so very much. scary. Like, you're really afraid to drop them. And then you drop them the first time. You're like, oh, that was no big deal. Wait, no, your folks said that? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, right, Tyler, the first yeah, time. Yeah. Wait, there was more than one time, Mom? Oh, yeah, there was many. Yeah, after that first time, no big deal there after that. That's no what parents deal. say to kids that they've dropped. I think with some what? people heard that. I think I think with baby number two though you you, you do you you're kind of like all right we've done this before and you you don't freak out as much because you know uh, you know like yeah, they're gonna be okay. Yeah. So after two, you're planning for three, four, seven, done nine, no two, more. just two. I think two's good replacements. That's all you need. You need one, a spare one just in case. Uh, you know what I mean? Just like when we keel over and die, hopefully they can just take our spots in the world and maybe you know maybe knock out our student loans in like another uh, generation. Yeah, there you go. Well, and one yeah. holds the tire and one jacks up the car. <laughs> very utilitarian of you. <laughs> you've yeah, you've got your own pit crew is what ahead, he's saying. You know? Yeah, yeah go for it, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you never I'm, know. I'm picturing you in your driveway in the minivan with your kids just being like, oh, the tire's flat. Kids! I wanted to get a minivan. We had to get a, uh, a larger car <laughs> to accommodate the kids and the accessories and stuff. And, you know, we're looking at all the, like, the, the sport utilities and the crossovers. Like, get a van. I want sliding doors. I want hatch windows. Right? Yeah. Uh, we had an Astro minivan when I was younger. That car was badass. Yeah, the all-wheel drive You know drive why I Astro? know it was badass? Because it kept getting stolen. <laughs> yeah. That car got stolen, parted like twice, because those are hot commodities in Northeast Portland. If you want Jeez. another one, I can totally get you. And I'd probably get the same one back. An Astro <laughs> minivan? Yeah, there's, like a, there's one totally abandoned on like my a, street like right a, now. Yeah, like early 90s. Yeah, all-wheel drive. I'll even, motocross I'll stickers a, all I'll over I'll settle for a safari. <laughs> Bam, I bet... I'll, I, it, I don't know whose it is, but you can have it. I'll <laughs> trade you straight up. So what is, other than your awesome car, obviously, if you could give one thing to your kids today, what would you want to pass on to them? Oh, my God. Uh, don't do comedy. <laughs> solid, solid. Don't do comedy. No. I think, uh, that, I think that lies on you, Tyler. I think I'd want <laughs> to pass on to them an awesome car. Yeah? yeah? All about yeah. the car? All right. Yeah, yeah. I used to have I had a 67 Cadillac sedan DeVille. <laughs> yeah? Nice. That was a that was an awesome car. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's you and your grandmother ride around in that rad. a lot, did you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting because uh, when I first got that car, my buddies were like, oh, dude, you're going to get so many girls with that car. <laughs> you, you know who liked that car? Old men. Yeah. 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 Not really my thing, yeah, but yeah, uh, you brought a you brought a young, cute girl to a place where a bunch of old men walked out and were like, "Nice car, okay." <laughs> she walked in and got free stuff. 
Uh, that was back when they made cars out of metal, which was cool. I remember uh, those days. Yeah, Way yeah. Back now yeah. these new plastic cars are tricky. My no, I have a Mazda three now, and it's like because I had the Cadillac, and people were like, "What's under the hood?" I'm like, "A big block." Like it's cool. It's like <laughs> now people are like, "What's under the hood?" I drive a Mazda. I'm like, I don't know, a twisted up rubber band. <laughs> um, I really don't. It's like <laughs> the worst thing about me driving a Mazda is I look like I drive a Mazda. Yeah, that's people true. are like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. True that. <laughs> Thank you. He just comes around the is corner. Is it the Stephen Colbert haircut or the shirt nice, I got at Target? Nice Mazda. <laughs> nice Mazda. Which one gave like, me away? Zoom zoom. Creepiest slogan ever, by the way. Zoom zoom. Do you have to whisper it, Mazda? Yeah. Zoom zoom. I think it's the streamlined glasses. I it's think that gives you the futuristic look. People now, now that I've got like a kid, and I, uh, you know, you go in there and you sing songs and you get them to bed and stuff. I just go to my friends' houses now and just like quietly sing nursery rhymes. Have you ever like whispered ABCs oh, in the corner of a friend's living room when you <laughs> didn't know you were there? It's fantastic. No. <laughs> Any, anything in, in anything in a whisper sounds creepy. Creepy as hell and they uh, they love it. It's fantastic. I, I just love it. Get, and then I just get free beer out of the refrigerator. Bye. Yeah. Thanks, what is okay, every every child has their own thing. What is the one thing that calms down your baby? Ooh, uh, I would say, well, beatings. Uh, no, I <laughs> well, am, that's obvious. I, am, <laughs> I mean, I'm very much joking. Um, no, my 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 three year old is is dinosaur crazy. Anything dinosaurs is is uh, him. And Clara's she's so little, she's ten months. So uh, lots of bouncing and lots of uh, singing and stuff like that. That's when you know, like when you, dude. I don't know if your kids were hard to sleep, but like you you do that bounce, man. You ever be like the grocery store line or like at the bank and you're just bouncing, you're just bobbing back yeah. and forth, but you're not holding anything. And people but think like a you, two liter of yeah. People think <laughs> you're like the rain. <laughs> Man, like and you, yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. Are you okay? You're like, no. I just sorry. I'm a dad. I got just I'm bouncing. Sir, I just, would you like to buy that sprite? I can't. <laughs> sir, yeah. You're cradling sir, a two like, liter oh, like it's a small child. <laughs> yeah. And then you wonder why it's all sh yeah. fizzy when you open it up. <laughs> oh my god! It's midnight. You go in for diapers. You're in the middle of the diaper aisle, just changing your sprite bottle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I fed the baby Mentos. <laughs> <laughs> I won't stop spinning up. <laughs> are there what sort? What are like the odd restrictions that you're going to put on your child? Like, are there specific TV shows, specific foods? Uh, like, what are the specific rules that you're going to have for your child? Obviously, the beatings are going to be a regular everyday <laughs> oh. thing. If they don't show up on time, they yeah. get uh, don't do anything don't be for a, a dollar. Don't Start do anything there. for a dollar. <laughs> that's a solid. That's a solid theory. I'm going to pass that on to my kids. It's just a fresh start. Yeah. You know. Oh, what are the restrictions I'm gonna put on my kid? I don't. I guess I think I'm gonna try to not put. Uh, I mean, illegal stuff. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe we'll start with the basics. Uh, right. Don't kill. Try uh, to avoid a criminal record at all costs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I think I want to. Uh, you know, I think I was able to do a lot of things. My parents gave me a lot of freedom to get out, and you know, I did stupid stuff. But like, but sort of like not criminal, but like stupid. My fair share of stupid stuff. I tried to bungee jump when I was a kid, like me and my buddy. Like a homemade one? Yeah, we got, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I, you know I the was bungee, hoping you would say yes. Like the, of I course, yeah. Story. No, we went legitimately, no. Damn. We got those cords Parents with like the hooks on the end. Yeah. Put him, <laughs> hooked him in the shoelaces oh, and God. put him over some tree branches and like flopped out of a tree. 
I've tried. And, we hit the gr- <laughs> and of course, we hit the ground because sure. yeah. the shoelaces snapped, and uh, <laughs> and we learned our lesson. And unfortunately, bungee cords don't hold more than forty pounds for very long. <laughs> no, yeah. they do not. Yeah. I was one time. I was building a treehouse, and I was building a rope ladder. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things broke as I was coming down. And just in an instant, I was just hanging there by one foot, caught in the rope. And I'm out, and I'm out in the trees. Nobody's around. Nobody can do anything. And I'm just You're hanging just doing there. Doing that by yourself? Yeah, just, I was just hanging there like, <laughs> this is not what I thought was going to happen today. And I was like, I, can't, I, I, can't, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> the best thing I could do was what you have seen in every cartoon of somebody getting stuck in a tree. They're like, oh, I can take care of this easily. Da-da-da-da. So I untied my shoe, and the next thing I remember is waking up on the ground, brushing dirt off of me. Fell about six feet, not too shabby, but then again, I've been, <laughs> I've, I've been dropped on my head before. Wow. <laughs> Children always wear flip-flops. <laughs> that is the lesson of this tale. I would have stepped on a nail at that point. I was a very cumbersome child. I was, uh, this, was, th- I, this is the best I've ever looked athletically. I was a short, roly-poly thing. I'm surprised that the Ryan doesn't line. know anything about athletics. No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fact that he said athletics uh, we lets you know how sporty he isn't. <laughs> those athletic things that yeah, those yeah. sporty guys take part in? At the gymnasium? Is that where you engage <laughs> yeah. in the athletic uh, competitions? Would you guys like to uh, lift the medals? <laughs> those big triangular that? ones? That's, yeah. Yeah. The, you were talking earlier about being in an acapella group in college. Yeah. I had a similar thing. I juggled in high school. So I those don't, aren't those don't, aren't similar. Don't put yeah. me on your level. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I was in a singing group with eight dudes. I didn't juggle balls. Uh, Are you sure? By, by yourself? By yourself? This is solo activity. No, I, I wrestled. That's when I did most oh, okay. of the ball handling. Uh, no, I uh, I was in Ocab- I was at uh, the University of Oregon. I was in a group called On the Rocks, and uh, we started out, and it was like it was brutally dorky. No one would listen to us. <laughs> but I was in the group for four years. By the time uh, I got out of the uh, graduated out of the group, it was uh, gaining popularity. Lots of people were coming out to see us. And then after I graduated, uh, the group got on like the Sing Off on NBC, and then like Glee. And no uh, and Pitch Perfect and a few of these things came out and now I feel like it's sort of like at least maybe dorky cool to be yeah. in and and when we were it was just dorky mostly yeah uh, but it was fun and it, uh, it, we traveled around dude we went down to to California Stanford and Berkeley and we did shows down there we won these co- uh, ICCA competitions we got flown out to New York did shows out there so. That is really cool. That's very amazing that that group can go and do all of those things. <coughs> and after Super you left, unique experience uh, <laughs> of somebody to be on a being an acapella group from Eugene that hey, yeah that <laughs> runs into all that stuff like that is rare. That is a rare scene. So an for acapella sure. group from Eugene, uh, a lot of Willie Nelson songs. Guns N' Roses. Highway. Oh, <laughs> just it was a lot of cover tunes, a lot of '80s covers and stuff like that. We did a few original tunes, but uh, yeah, I mean, I remember when we first started, like someone on the group was like, "We sing everything from Bach to rock," and that was when we had uh, two songs. So it was kind of <laughs> you guys were trying to cool. vote him out as captain. You're like, yeah, right, I'm no. sick of hearing him say that. Uh, <laughs> but when they when they first got me in the group, I was like one of the first guys to audition in, and I was like a beatboxer, vocal percussionist, and they really didn't know what to do with me because they were like more of a 
traditional acapella group, and they had o- only a couple songs, and some of them were like traditional, like um, like madrigals and like ballads and stuff like that. So they're like, "You're awesome. We want you in the group, but what do you do?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "I don't know. Sing something." And they sang like this, like uh, this, like old choral march song, and I just like threw a trap beat to it, and they were just like, "Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's we, you know." Hey, you can keep rhythm. Join yeah. us. It's like, tis why the dude gift to be simple, tis the gift. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Let's do that. That's fine. <laughs> Hallelujah. That'll, that'll get us chicks for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's in. He's <laughs> yeah. totally in. Yeah. Sell your pointed shoes. The, so before we take off tonight, uh, the one thing I want to talk about, the one thing that is most exciting for me is your move back to Oregon. So you moved back, your significant other uh, moved back for work, is that right? Yeah, yeah, so uh, between kids and job opportunities and kind of always, we kind of always knew we were going to end up back in Portland, Mm -hmm. uh, and the timing just kind of all came together, so uh, we met in Portland, we moved to Boston, we were in Boston for five years, then LA for five years, and now we're back in Portland, so it's kind of come full circle, we're back in... That is a huge amount of change, Boston, (laughs) LA to Portland, holy cow. Uh, it's awesome. So uh, we were like, well, let's hit Florida and just hit all four corners. And then we we're like, nah, we're good with Florida. Uh, yeah. Let's go back to Portland. Uh, but I was born and raised there, so it's uh, it's good to be back. It's kind of crazy to be back, but I'm looking forward to uh, a lot of the things that will come with being back in hometown and back in Portland. And uh, So what are you how, – how long were you in L.A.? Five years. Five years. And what are you going to miss most about L.A.? Ooh, uh – you know, I'm, you're gonna larger have to audiences. Me. Please, please, nah. say nothing. <laughs> please say nothing. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I was, I did a lot of cool shows down there, um, and I mean, you really can't beat the weather. Like, you think you're gonna get sick of seventy and sunny every day. You're like, yeah. this is gonna get old, and then it really doesn't. Yeah, um, that's the only reason you I do miss you moisture though. Nothing. There's literally no moisture in that state. People are watering their lawns with like cheap Chardonnay. <laughs> uh, it is, yeah. There's no water. There's no yeah. water at all. It's just that whole state's gonna go up in flames like this summer probably. Um, uh, I hope not, but <laughs> it's just so. It's back in Oregon. They're like, I'm just like, I'm like, rain, water, beer, coffee. Like, I'm really excited about liquids right now. So the second you made the decision <laughs> to move back to Oregon, what was the first thing that came to mind? You're like, oh, thank God, I'm never gonna have to deal with that again. The, I mean, the the traffic in LA is is just awful and it, but i mean it's getting bad in portland but like in la it's just it's just you can't go anywhere at any time of day anywhere you're going is bad um and uh i don't know i like i like the people in portland i like the mix i mean it's it's portland's a, a liberal progressive city but then you got dudes and jacked up pickup trucks and uh cowboys and you got it all it's cool well welcome back to oregon it's good to be here man it's and hopefully that means more shows uh, around Central Oregon here in Bend yeah. and, and other parts. Of oh, well, yeah, I guess that would be a fun announcement. Uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters does a show every year. Um, and starting last year, I started booking their comedy show. Easily the largest comedy event in Central Oregon. We do it at the Tower Theater. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, right? And it's Tyler. It's the Grand Canyon of comedy shows. Exactly. Tyler is booked for this year's charity show. Give it up yeah, for Tyler, everybody. Tyler. So... In October, look out, Big Brothers Big Sisters. That it's was a, a really show. weird, unaccompanied clap. You guys are not in rhythm. <laughs> it's at for all. the children, you guys are not people. <laughs> Please think of the children. <laughs> all right, Tyler, it's been a pleasure. That Thanks for coming. That was Steve, weird. always a pleasure. Thank you for being here. Good to awesome see you guys tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for our guests tonight. Thank you very much, everybody. Woo! This has been the Comedy Northwest podcast. Have a good night.